It's episode 251 of Crack the Customer Code. And you're about to earn your customer experience merit badge. Great customer experiences are all about the entire end-to-end journey. Stop me if you've heard this before. (laughs) But sometimes that specific journey, it's super complicated. Right, Adam? That is true. And I think what we should do, Jeannie, is we should simplify it. Okay, we're done. This episode is over. That's our advice today. Just simplify the journey. Thank you very much. And if I can be of service, please don't hesitate to reach out. (laughs) I think you wanted that to be a drop the mic moment. (laughs) (laughs) I would like it to be, but unfortunately, we cannot always simplify all the complexity. And one of the complex aspects of our customer experiences is that they affect other people besides the customers themselves, other stakeholders are affected by the customer experience and are part of it in many ways. So I think today we're going to talk about some of those groups and some suggestions on how to keep them in mind as we approach the customer experience. I think this is a great reminder for all of us because it's so easy to get laser focused on one area and not realize that there's an impact with these other groups that we might not consider as end customers, but they still impact the the journey and the experience both inside and outside the organization. So Adam, take it away. Who's the first group we should consider? Okay. Well, this is the most obvious one. I'm going to take the layup here, Janie. It's the employees. Of course, we do talk about the employee experience, but one of the things you want to keep in mind is not just your employees, but your ex-employees, your future employees, job candidates, how are, is everybody sort of in the employment pipeline affected by your customer experience? How does how you treat customers, what your brand message again, how does all of that impact your potential new hires and your ex-hires, whoever it may be? <laughs> it's true. And I think you'll see that a lot of companies invest in their former employee experience because they know that if they feel good and they go out there, they're going to attract other, you know, positive people to the organization. So I think it's a really great point and a group that cannot be overlooked. And another group that might not be quite as obvious, but it's those people who maybe won't be your customers or who aren't your customers, but they could be a source of wonderful referrals and word of mouth marketing for you. And one of my favorite examples of this is, and I've talked about this before, but Warby Parker, who sells eyeglasses, I don't need eyeglasses. I said in a text chat or a tweet chat once that I had had LASIK surgery, so I didn't need glasses, but I just thought Warby Parker was such a cool brand. And they made me a little video saying, thanks so much for the kind words. And they sent it to me on Twitter. And I was so impressed by that because they knew in that moment that I was not going to be a customer. And yet here I am talking about that experience, sharing that with all of you. And so I think it's really important that people who maybe are not the dollar signs right away, if you see them as interacting with your brand, you still treat them in a way that helps them spread the word about your customer experience that fits into the ideals of your customer experience mission. Absolutely. And I'll take the glasses if they're sending them. (laughs) Just saying. All right. Well, group three is partners and vendors. And you think about strategic partners or vendors, there's a lot of ways your experience can affect them, but you also have to remember in many cases, they are helping create that experience and they are crucial to the customer experience. So how they interact, how that customer experience interacts with them can be really interesting. I think in a few ways, one 
is you have a lot of potential customers at vendors and partners. I think when you have these strategic relationships and partnerships, people tend to want to do business in other areas with people they do business with, you know, in one area. And the second thing is when you are trying to create your customer experiences, you need things to be here by a certain time. You need to get the shipment that was messed up to the customer. Often it's your partners and vendors that are helping you create those experiences. And you want to always bear in mind the impact they have on the customer experience and their relationship with it. That's very true. And I think if you think about the vendor and partner experience um, from both sides there, uh, it, it goes so much better if you really are outlining a journey that works for everybody. So we hope that you think of these other groups as you design your own experiences and your journeys. And, you know, this is complicated and we acknowledge that, but hopefully this helps you think about it in a different way. Yep, absolutely. And let the record reflect that at the beginning, I suggested that we simplify it, but Jeannie has <laughs> refused and has kept it complicated. And this is where we are now. So <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> that's where, that's where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying, <laughs> of course you are. Well, this was a fun one complexity or not. So Jeannie, take us away. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to listen to crack the customer code. We are a proud member of the C-suite radio family. And make sure that you learn more about Adam at CustomersThatStick.com. And make sure you connect with Jeannie over at 360Connects.com. That's E-X-T. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.